love, kindness, human connection. These are some of the things we talk about on the Danny Painter Show. It's a thing. This show is intended for a more mature audience. We might sometimes say bad words. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Danny. Hello, Talia. Hi, I'm in the opposite corner here. Maybe you're back. <laughs> I'm good. I'm yeah, good. there you go. Let me see. Danny. Are you comfy? I'm trying, trying to. Trying to get look, you, you look comfy. He actually has uh, a that's the goal. Bottle. That's the goal, isn't it? Is that better? Got a little bit light there? There we go. Are you happy? I'm trying to be. How are you? I am good. Thank you. I Full disclosure, my chair is broken. So if I disappear mid-conversation, <laughs> don't ask questions. Just carry on speaking. I might just bail. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall now. Be careful now. Uh, thank you guys so much for doing this. I'm really, really excited to speak to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so what's happening on your show? So we don't have an official start. We just kind of start talking shit and then go from there. You can swear, you can talk about absolutely anything you want. This is your platform. Um, and I just I just want to talk to you. just want to shoot some shit with you and get to know you as you, as Moprim Shakira. Right on, right on. Is that a lolly or is that a, a, a dodgy lolly? It's it's uh dodgy. I don't even know what that is. See y'all 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 talking. <laughs> this is just a regular lollipop. I had uh Halloween is coming over here. Yes. I don't know if you're familiar, but you know, a bunch of candy flying around. And um, you know, these used to be my favorite. So I did the same thing today. I have a nephew, he's four, and it's gonna be his first ever trick or treat. So we're dressing up. And my mom went to fetch him today and I went with her and she had all of the sweets for all of the kids in the car. And Mason and I found them and ate them all the way home. <laughs> so I think I might have ruined Halloween. <laughs> exactly what you're supposed to do. Oh, good. Thank you. See, from an American, this is how we do it. Okay, so we eat candy. We eat sweets <laughs> from like day one of Halloween month till the end, right? Exactly. And then it's, uh, you know, diet for the rest of the year. Oh, oh well, no. I like that idea, but thank you for validating me a little. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Okay, cool. So welcome to my home in Johannesburg, South Africa, Moprim Shakur. I am fucking really stoked to speak to you. Really, really stoked. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to all my people in Johannesburg, all throughout Africa, all throughout Africa, I got a lot of love in Africa. Uh, I gotta make it over there. But um, until then, love y'all. Love you like a microphone. And i um, happy to be on your show. So some people can check me out, spread the word out there in, in Africa. And uh, you know, let me talk, holler at some people. Okay, so. More full disclosure, other than my chair possibly breaking, I am from a music family 
who all listen to underground hip-hop and rap and who all rap and underground hip-hop and because i come from that family i distance myself from that like we all do when your parents into something you're into the exact opposite so when i told him that i was speaking to you the pressure that i felt to not fuck up was immense so i'm gonna try my best but i feel like you're gonna teach me a lot about this world and about this this culture because it's not just it's not like rock music right you like hip-hop is a an actual culture it's a vibe you don't just live you don't just listen to it you live it am i right yeah and you know we you know you know black people been a part of rock music too we have started rock music too it's it's a, it's a hip hop. I'm from hip hop. I don't know which kind of music you you did. Rock, rock, rock. Yeah. Okay. Hip hop was kind of created, sort of like the rebellious music. Mm. You know, it's for the rebels. Mm. I fortunately grew up in New York City at the birthplace mecca of hip hop. So that is like like KRS One. Hip hop is my life. You know what wow. I mean. Been through. I've uh, been blessed to be here for many many moons, and uh, um, you know through a various assortment of <laughs> of uh, events and uh, recordings and tragedies and. So I got a lot to talk about, you know. I don't always like to talk about everything, but I love the people. My brother. You know, rest in peace, Machiavelli to Don. He loved his fans. If you're a Pac fan, you already know. Mm. Pac loved his fans, period, dot. No question. So, you know, we, we kind of follow that. I follow that same suit. I love my fans wherever I can find them. I ain't hopping around on stage no more like I did back in the day. You know, keeping up with Pac was enough. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'm still moving and grooving. I'm, I'm doing music for film and television now. Mm. You know what I mean? I've, you know, we, even though it's hip hop, we're artists. Yeah. Rock artists, we're artists. Still Art artists. Yes. You use the medium to incorporate with all types of art. So, you know, I've started incorporating mine into film and television. It's a natural progression, I feel. It satisf satisfies that, that music point where you know, I'm always love music. I'm always love hip hop. I'm always be an artist. So instead of doing the tour thing and running around the world, and you know, I can do my art with film and television, which I kind of dig. And stay in one so, place. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about that eventually. But first, you are a man that has lived many lives, many lives, dude. Like. A deep dive into your life and i don't even know i don't even know how you've come through the other side and you're good like because you seem okay i don't know if you are i'm sure your wife can like attest to other things but you seem good um i want to talk a little bit about your Let your, sweat. <laughs> your your formative years because i think those those years are the foundation for the rest of our lives what does that for you uh depends on well depends on which point okay that time you're talking about so talk to me about growing up back in the day new york city 
What is that like? Because I don't think any of us can even fathom what that what that is like. And how you 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 obviously we're all just humans, right? We're all just normal people. So you come from this normal family, this this family that's just trying to carry on and like it is normal. You're growing up in a family which you think is normal because you have no exposure to valid rest of the world. Valid. See, <laughs> and then you grow up and you see your world is a little that was a little different you know what i mean and aha the, the eureka moments and shit you know okay so tell me tell me about your abnormal family well for exa example religion right my mother's side of the family uh christians baptists church every sunday two or three times during the week, choir practice, uh, usher board meetings, young people's choir. I was involved in music in the church as well. You, you, you know, so that that's on my mother's side. And then my father's side was a little different. You know, he's Muslim and was more Bohemian. You know, my mom's side did Christmas, my, my pop's side did Kwanzaa, you dig? So I've been growing up a hybrid, living in and in, in, in seeing two points of view. See, this you is know. why you are the cool human that you are, because you had to kind of adapt to everyone's shit all the time. You were Christmas and Kwanzaa and you had the food and the culture. And I feel like people that grow up with a mixed background are so much more set up for the world and what the world is going to throw at them. Yeah. yeah it, it helps. Knowledge is king. Okay, so you grew up in this background. A little bit of a deep dive will show anyone that your family was quite political on both sides. How does someone who comes from a Muslim Christian political background find themselves in this world of hip hop, which then at that stage, from what I can understand, was quite different from what it is now? Well, you know, when you're growing up, you start analyzing things more you have a little more knowledge and you think you know everything and you making your own decisions so you you know you start looking at the world through different lenses and well me personally i started evaluating things and you know and then uh My father went underground. <laughs> that, that kind of changed a lot. Uh, he was on FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. He was a revolutionary. Um, he is a political prisoner, still in prison to this day. We're fighting for his release, compassionate release and clemency. Uh, uh, he is an acupuncture doctor. So as a youth, I would run around with him to his clinic in Lincoln Detox and watch him care for people. Care for people. Uh, my father's side, and, and the church too, but more. my father's side was in, more into helping a, a broader range of people in the community. Mm. You know, through, you know, through the, he worked with Panthers. He was, he was uh, part of the Black Liberation Army. Uh, so his group was different, but he they all worked together. They all did good, 
with things together. They were trying to help the people. They, uh, you know, my father raised money for, to buy ambulances in Africa. You know what I mean? He is a true doctor. He's an acupuncture doctor, which is, you know, especially back then was unorthodox. But yeah. you know, that's that 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 that's what I was coming up with. And so by the time I'm a young adult, I want to help the people. But shit is fucked up. Shit is fucked up. <laughs> you know, my pops is in prison. There's crack on the street. There's, it's, there's, it's looking bad out there. Uh, and then right behind me is my little brother to, you know, to reinforce that, that feeling, help, you know, be the, the, the voice of that feeling for all of us. Mm. Thug life, you know, and Thug Life from Thug Life group, yeah. You know, Cause I'm Thug Life outlaw immortal. I'm all of that, <laughs> you know. But from Thug Life, all the other, you know, uh, pieces of Pac's creativity came, you know. So before Thug Life, before you were Moprim Shakur, the one that was front and center the, the 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 successful one right because we all have a line in the sand and we all have to start somewhere i want to know about that first time you went into a studio the first book you used to carry around that you used to write in what inspired that where did that come from where did your love for for words and and lyrics come from how was that born for you um I love hip hop and rap so much uh, that that's what I wanted to do. And that's Growing up with my mother most of the time, being respectful, wasn't always allowed to say what I really wanted to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, there were a lot of moments in my youth I was very unhappy. You know, I was moved around, you know, Everybody's paranoid. My father's on the run. Uh, people are paranoid. Moving from here to there, can't make a friend at school. You know, and pushing through, but I'm mad as fuck. And ah, hip hop. So I had several books <laughs> that I would write in, but I would write a lot down south. I spent some time in the south and. <laughs> My grandmama worked the shit out of me, and and I would work and write, work and write. That was my relief. That was my relief. I was going to ask you if it was therapeutic for you because I've been speaking to a lot of writers at the moment during the lockdown, and it it seems to me that artists, especially musos that write their own lyrics and writers have a better grip on shit because they're able like you i'm sure are able to put your feelings onto paper and then they're out and then you can kind of work through them like that where the rest of us during lockdown we were told to buy journals we buy journals i open it i'm like i don't know what to write yet like how do i wh wh where do i even start and it feels so narcissistic but you guys are like one step ahead of the rest of us because you've been doing this forever uh yeah, because words mean something. I mm. mean, I, it's like you, you're with a person and you're listening to, the, to a song 
It's like, did you hear that line? Yeah, that track was dope, man. That, the beats, the drums were cracking, man, it was dope. I said, no, did you hear that line? Did you hear what he said in that, that line before it went? They ain't hear it. And I, I, everybody's not a listener. Hmm. I'm, I, I'm a listener. I want to hear every, if it's a song that I like, I want to hear every single word. I want to know every single word of the verses and the hook, because that's the beauty of it. I was like, you know, to me, that's the beauty of it. Making all those words connect the rhyme along with the music, so you enjoy it. Okay, but you also seem like a little bit of a perfectionist and a little bit A-type. When is it done then? When is that paper, when is that rhyme, when is that verse done? Is it ever done? You know when it's done. You feel when it's done. You do the best you can. Okay. Uh, you know, with working with my little little brother, rest in peace, um, we had to work fast. We had to work fast. So I, I lost the luxury of being able to take the time I used to take to write <laughs> every single, you know what I'm saying? I had to speed that shit up. You had to speed that shit up. You know, you got to think faster. You got to make adjustments. You know what I mean? To to adapt to your situation. Mm -hmm. Now, when you got the luxury to take the time, that's where that that that's where the the, the, the long lasting songs come from. That's where the songs that your mama and your daddy talk about come from. But the fucking uh, um, simple shit, fly me to the moon. You know, why, you know, people get that. There's genius and simplicity. Yeah. If you know when to execute it. Yeah. Everything ain't gotta be complicated. You know what I mean? But you gotta know when to use it. There's a whole bunch of factors and shit. I, I, I evaluate, you know what I mean? Okay, so tell me, how long did it take before you thought that you guys were a success? Because I mean, there's overnight successes, right? We all know that, but those take 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So at what point were you able to make money and stand on your own two feet and buy the things that you wanted? How, from when you started until that happened, how long was that time? I got on at 22, 23. I'm the first Shakur in the family in the music business. Had a hit record in 1990, feels good. And and to come from where I came from at the very birth of hip hop to now be getting anything for my favorite thing, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. I'm doing it. I'm, I was like, I'm actually doing it. I'm in the game professionally, getting paid something. I'm worth something. My rhymes, all that work putting them words together, somebody likes it. And then went number one. And then here come Pac. I was just gonna say, you know, and then it was, was smooth sailing, then the money trucks pulled up, you bought your big mansion and life was easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got jokes. You got jokes, you very funny, you very funny. Uh, uh, some, sorta, kinda, but not really. <laughs> you know, okay. it's, a, it's a, and bright, the lights is bright and hot. Hmm. And uh, you know, there's no one blueprint for for life. There's no one blueprint for success. Everybody gets it how they get it. You know, it's all it was also a blessing. You know what I mean? It was also a blessing for me and Pac. All of that, all that to me, Shock G, rest in peace. 
digital, his opportunity with him, me meeting Tony, 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 just able to make something successful with them, his blessings <clears throat> and being ready for the opportunity. Pac was a little baby genius. So he was already, he was, he was prepped and ready. I have been working to be ready. All that writing as a youth, all that writing in the land, all that, I was ready. I had something that was acceptable to professionals, you know, and that's where, you know, you know, depending on where the game is at, that's what you got to go for. Now, I don't really dig the game. All I care about is numbers, social media numbers. So oh. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So I, I'm good. Uh, I do it because I love it and uh, I keep it pushing. Okay, so obviously, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna touch on this because we have to, because people are gonna come for me if I don't. We all know that you have a very, very big history, and you, Tupac, was your brother, and you went through the worst thing in your life in the biggest fishbowl with the biggest microscope on you. I cannot imagine what that must have been like to go through and to still be going through it because I don't think anyone's ever given you the space that you've deserved, you or your family. Um, and I don't think they will. And I wanted to I wanted to, 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 to ask you this because specifically now within lockdown, people have lost people left, right and center. And I think a lot of people are struggling. You struggled in front of the whole world and you seemed to come out of it okay. So the only thing that I want to ask you about that, because I I don't I don't want to dirty the waters of his memory by talking about his death, but I do want to know how you dealt with that and how you found the strength to carry on every day and answer the questions and face the people. We always viewed <clears throat> ourselves our experiences our our where we were at in the game where we came from we were soldiers we were soldiers we were soldiers so we're warriors warriors fight and warriors die you know uh my little brother was a strong spirit he went out on his own terms and um what he wanted is has happened in his death. He wanted people to talk. I've had the, those conversations. He wanted to be, he wanted to fake his death. He wanted to do these things that pe that got people's heads fucked up. <laughs> uh, so, you, I, it's hard to be mad when he did it all his way, good or bad. He, 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 he did his own thing. Mm. Uh, I grieve, but I don't have a lot of... I had to develop a thick skin because mm. I knew what was going to happen. I knew it was coming. Everybody going to want to talk to me about Pac. Everybody going to want to, you know, reflect, share, uh, um, tell the story. And uh, I'm like, it's gonna be a lot because Pac got a lot of fans. I know I, I was I was prepared, but you know, you make yourself available when you can take it. Mm. You know, you have to reserve your own. You have to reserve your own self to save yourself, <laughs> and you have to be cognizant of it, or it will eat you alive. 
you know, <clears throat> to eat you alive because there's barracudas and sharks out there, you know. And you gotta, you gotta regulate, or they'll get you. I feel like this is always going to come back to balance. Everyone's always talking to me about this balance situation and and, and regulation. Mopin, what do you do when you retreat? Where is your safe space? What is that? Yeah, that balance, that chi, that that that, that, that the yin and yang, the chi. Yes, there's balance. Something's off balance. Nothing, no, nothing goes right. You can't set a set a glass on the table. You can't have a drink of water. You can't get your sex moves right. And then you get your move on. Um, what's the question? Uh, where do you retreat to when it gets too much? What is your, what is your retreat? Where is that for you? Music. Okay. Still, Music. even now. Music. Affirmative. Okay. So before we talk about what, what, what you're doing now, I, I want to know what is the it's first. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. The first line that you remember that really, really touched you, that really resonated with you. Do you remember that line? Does it stick with you? Of any song? Any song. Your song, Tupac song, any song. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of lines, because I do a lot of listening. This is fucked <laughs> up, Danny. Don't put my head through all that. It's, okay. Um, let okay, the think. favorite one now. What, what, what? Oh, I, I, okay, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Okay. One of the songs that helped change my life and affirm me getting into the rap game that I could do it. I love it so much I was going to do it because that song was the shit. <sighs> Sucker MCs, Run DMC. Sucker MCs, Run DMC. I was living in South Jamaica, Queens. My man ran, bought the box over. Everybody was carrying boxes back then. He bought the box over, set it in my kitchen. I remember the moment. And he played that song. Hearing it for the first time in Queens, where Run DMC lives, he played that song. And I loved it. And it was, it was a rap after, after that. Two years ago, a friend of mine asked me to say some MC rhymes, so I said this rhyme I'm about to say. The rhyme was definite and it went this way. The syncopation. <laughs> That's my shit. That's my shit. It was on after that. I, I became a rapper after that. It is in your blood. Okay, big question, big question. And I would like the truth. I mean, we're not dragging anyone here, but. I'm a lot of you, I'm a lot of you every question. I'm a lie all the time. That's okay. This is your platform. You can do whatever you want here. Um, okay, so I would love to know from your opinion, your personal opinion, not dragging anyone specific. How? What are your feelings on hip hop and rapping in the last couple of years? Do you think that it's gone on an upward progression, or do you think it's stagnated, or do you feel like it might have kind of fallen down? You have to understand the game in order to understand. I don't knock nobody hustle. I don't knock nobody hustle. It's the music game. Okay. We all have our own acquired tastes. You know, a lot of people are, are trying to be artists. And at different times in history, 
the tastes are different. Now, does that make it good or bad? I don't know. It just ain't my thing. You know what I mean? I don't try to judge it. I just stay away from things that are not my thing. <laughs> to judge. I don't want nobody judging hip hop if you don't know shit about it. So, you know, there's things going on I don't understand. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. That was all the answer that I needed. I, I felt like that. I felt like that was going to be the answer. Thank you. I appreciate your your half truth there. Thank you, my brain. Hey. <laughs> I mean, some of it is good, right? But growing up in a house with Karis One and and you and Tupac and you know, like now I, I'm on TikTok and I'm listening to things that are called hip hop, and I'm like, I don't think that that is. But I'm now, also old. Now, let me give you some more game. If you put on your, your businesswoman hat, there's a market for everything. Absolutely. Yes, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. If you're going to pursue something in that vein, and it fits that vein in that market, and it can make you money, it depends on if you're being a business person at the time, or you're being an artist at, at the time. Or You know what I mean? You take it how you want, but I'm not bringing either. I'm leaving it alone. Okay, but then how do you balance businessman and artist? Because I feel like those are very conflicting sides of yourself. And the one is about the money and about the views and about the followers and about the, the reach. And the other one is about the arts and the craft and the message. Mm -hmm. Surely they can't live together happily. Where's your luxury lie? Where does where does your luxury lie? Where do you have the most flexibility? Where do you have the most freedom? Mm. You know. Okay, I suppose you I'm make, looking at it from your best. You make your own choices. Yeah, you 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 are a very wise man. I try to be. I don't know why I'm surprised, but you are a very wise man. I mean, I try. I don't I don't think you have to try. Okay, talk to me about working in film and TV, because this is a obviously very big difference, because now I feel like you, when you are in the hip hop industry and when you're rapping and writing lyrics, you 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 want to, to make people feel an emotion, right? And you're doing that with lyric and, and words. Now you're doing it with just a sound, right? Or a song. Okay. A, a song for a feel for a moment because music is about feelings it makes you feel something about anything being there you know so uh film and television they were looking for particular certain types of songs or a special song or that song with that something you know what i mean for this moment i find that challenging i know a lot of different songs about a lot of different music so I try to if I can't facilitate it myself produce it myself have a song for myself I got a team of great dope producers my man Roland Brooks out there you know my man Clipso Billy Bushead you know he's a you know we you know we, we getting it in but that's how I do it 
Okay, so they come to you, a Netflix thing comes to you and they say, okay, cool, this is a fucking sad movie. We need an opening theme. Where do you even begin? Well, you take individual, you know what the story's about, because you, 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 you're equipped with certain information in order to do the job. You know, you know what the story's about, you know where, where it goes, you know what's coming and uh, um it's kind of dope to 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 target a song for especially a song that people like and, and, and then you see the magic like oh yeah that's a perfect song to play right there you it, you if you watch a good movie you know it's happened you know and i i recognize that so that's that's what i like to do you know that and, that's a beautiful gift right you have an incredibly beautiful gift Thank you, thank you, thank you, my dear. And with films, you part of a soundtrack. You can make a soundtrack. You can make an album. Still, you know. So, you know, there's still a lot of music involved, and that's the lane that I'm getting in at this point in my life. Is there was this a natural progression for you? Yes. Yes, because uh, I, you know, uh, a few years ago I was doing a lot of interviews on television, a lot of documentaries. Mm. Uh, we produced a documentary actually called "Dopest Death." Um, it's on distributed on it's with Vice. Mm. Um, so I've been working in this, building my chops up, building my props up in this game, and. Um, so we also meet my family we got a lot of ip intellectual property stories about our, us that we own about us our family so i've been trying to get that done as well and 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 put it all together put all the pieces together learn how to be a producer learn what an editor does learn I, you know it's been a learning process over these few years and you know i've been doing it and doing it now you know I'm getting, getting some momentum and it's good. There ain't nobody, you know, I, I, what opened a few doors is me working with Pac in the beginning, in the early days, all the films, Juice, Poetic Justice, Bullet. I was on all them sets with him, you know, cause it was just us back then. And um, so we were doing music and film. So um, I had that experience. I knew, I knew a few things. And I genuinely got on in my on my own. This is going to be a difficult question, so I'm going to preface this by telling you that it's going to be a difficult question, and you can lie. I often ask people about their top five books that people should read, because as you can see, as you feel about music, I feel about words, poetry, books, writers. What are the? You can give me five. You can give me ten albums that everyone should listen to before they die. Hmm. Um, 10? Okay. You, you can give me five if you want five or... Okay, okay, okay. Who's We're my listener? We're gonna cap it at 10. <laughs> Who's my listener? No, no, no. Everyone in the world. What is, what, what albums are gonna make us better as human beings, black, white, 
religion, whatever, doesn't matter. What are we listening to that's going to make us better human beings? Oh, I don't, I don't know if that's possible. (laughs) That's a big ask. To make things better in the world because everybody has so such varied uh okay i'm gonna tell you what albums they can listen to okay marvin gay what's going on okay uh, uh 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 um 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 bob marley and the whalers legends album uh um um see now I'm gonna go go hip hop. Uh you can go with go with hip hop. We've gotta have some hip hop. Yeah, this is the public enemy. Um, okay. um I take uh, it take a nation of millions to hold us back and a black album, but um ah, there's so much. You're making me think too hard. Uh <laughs> They need to hear beautiful music. They need to hear Adele. Wow, that was left field, okay? Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Mm. Should have said Amy first, but Adele and Amy. I need to hear Mary. Mm. They need to hear uh, uh, um, uh, 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 Curtis Mayfield. They need to hear uh, um, Sly and the Family Stones. They need to hear John Legend. That's it, John Legend, uh, from the Beatles, I mean, <laughs> John uh, Lennon. John Lennon, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lennon. Lennon, okay. Legend's great too, but Lennon. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 how will we how was that at? That's that's just a broad selection. And I don't know I didn't say Pac yet, but I want to see where we at. No, it's fine. I, I knew I Pac, Pac was a given, right? I feel like that was a given. Yeah. Me against the world strictly for my niggas. <laughs> and thug life. Yeah, them and two. thug life, yes. Okay. Last big question. What's, what makes a good writer? And I ask this very specifically because during lockdown, a lot of people that weren't necessarily involved in lyrics and songwriting have become involved in it because it never goes away. Like gigs go away, concerts go away. Sade, see, I'm sorry. I'm no, that, that. Carry on, just keep, just keep <laughs> doing it. Today, <laughs> ordinary, sorry, no wait. ordinary love. Fucking beautiful song. Okay. Soldier Love. It's my shit. Um, also, when you said Marvin Gaye, Troubled Man came to my mind. Really love that. That's me. <laughs> oh, okay. Now you're telling us all your secrets. Mm, I, I still got some more. Okay. What makes a good songwriter? Hmm. Uh, a broad vocabulary. Um, 
thoughtful person. Thoughtful people are good writers. Um, and the listener. Well, uh, uh, observer, because you have to listen and observe to know what you're going to write about, to know the story. The songs are stories usually. Mm. To know the story, you have to listen and watch and know the story to see how it went and then put it to poetry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I thank you. I, I am listening to you and I've learned balance, vocabulary, and I feel like the next thing you were going to say was just start. I feel like in order to be a songwriter, one must write songs. And in order to do that, one has to just begin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I forgot that part. And that part, the start part is inspired whatever whatever you fucking hear on the radio you like and you want to be an artist and you could play that instrument try to do that try to copy that try to be as good as that you know this is why we like these people this is why they're successful because they're good aim to be something good so you know you'll be at that level my shit was sucker mcs i wanted to be able to make a sucker mcs record if i wanted to to be that good that's how i felt at the time i was like 12 12 13 but uh <laughs> yeah wasn't it james brown who said if you find something if someone does something you like borrow it i think it might have been james brown probably <laughs> yeah probably you should, you should borrow it okay my what are you so you're busy on films and tv any big projects that you're working on at the moment well, as you might be familiar, I'm working with XOTV. Oh my goodness, no, I had no idea. Yeah, we've been, you know, um, we we've been working together on some few few projects, and um, uh, in the crypto world, helping me with my NFTs. I got some NFTs coming up on Rarible.com. Actually, they're up right now. Yes, that's what I'm supposed to be talking about too. I got NFTs out, y'all. Rebel.com. I got an account. Look me up. One is live right now. The next one goes live in 20-something days. Well, it's less than that now. Um, and then there's going to be many, many more. Okay. I'm digging into my vault, some of the memories, some of the, you know, stuff that I could show y'all. And the NFT situation works out where I keep my original. You know what I mean? And yeah. So that so i'm doing that um working on the thug life documentary my thug life documentary wow um, it's uh i've been trying to get it there with we you know been pitching it to different companies um trying to get it financed properly and we got a few films we're working on trying to get them financed um, you know, we're grinding, we're grinding, man. We got, um, we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on. When do you stop? When do you chill? When do you relax? When do you go, okay, I'm going to put my feet up now. I'm, I'm done. We used to say, 
we used to say when we was on the road, we used to say, "Sleep when you dead, nigga. Get up. We got to roll." <laughs> and uh, that's that's how I really I just go. I just go. Okay. I don't know. I really don't know. We all think we're gonna we know what's gonna happen when we die, but I don't know. So I'm trying to get it in right now, and um, you know what I'm saying. Represent, be a good person, be true, be respected, spread love, peace, try to make it better. And uh, if you ain't with me, you against me. I help you if you you listen. People gotta learn to listen. You know, people gotta learn to listen. Okay, so the link to the NFT, if you want to go and support, it's in Mo Prem's Instagram bio. I will put it here. Please go and check it out. Um, the XOTV soon, right? You're launching soon. Well, I've been helping them find content, some content on the platform. Okay. And they are launching soon. Um, they're launching out there in South Africa with with High Sense Television in conjunction with High Sense Television, it's gonna be a big deal. The Franz is the cool guys, uh, <laughs> and um, you know we got big dreams. Oh, I got a video game. Got a video game. My man, Big Chuck Bueller, OZI. Uh, it's called Outer Space Zombie Invasions. Um, trying to get that finished up. We got Bootsy Collins. The real Bootsy Collins made the theme song for it. Wow. So going down. Going is down. there anything you don't do? Because I feel like you're doing everything. And I also feel like you should be slowing down. But for me, it feels like you're just speeding up. You're like, you're just getting going now again. Like you're, you're gone. I ain't trying to lose. That's what I don't do. I don't want to do. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear loss. I ain't trying to lose. You know, we, we don't want to lose, you know? Um, and I'm I'm blessed to have the energy to keep it moving. That people want to holler at your boy. <laughs> uh, you know, life still breathing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I call shots now. Push buttons. You know, I just want peace and love. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to, especially with the Thug Life Doc. We're really excited about that. We get that finance to come into Africa. We're trying to go around the world. Get, some footage of all our fans as much as we can to be a part of the doc. We're going to have um, pictures of all the murals uh, around the world. Talk about the uh, 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 misconceptions, um, the, the the pros and the cons of the concept, what people think it is and what it was originally set out to be. Um, we got never before seen footage of Pac that's going to be a part of it. So we really excited about that, trying to get that finance. All y'all rich people out in Africa, holla at your boy. I know y'all got bread out there. Holla at your boy, stop fronting. My Prem, we barely have electricity at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, like- I still, you ain't heard about America, lady? <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think your electricity problem is like our load shitting. We have nine hours of blackouts, rolling blackouts. They call it load shitting because it's fancier when you say it. It's fucking blackouts. So we're lucky. Dude, our shit is burning up. Our shit is burning up and flooding at the same time. 
Okay, well, I mean, if this is a competition of who has the worst country, I feel like neither of us are going to win because we're both actually very privileged to live the life that we do. Oh, I know. <laughs> Look at you. You're comfy. You have candy. It's really Halloween. Like, you, we're good. God willing. God willing. Maru Chico, thank you. This was far too short. I've loved talking to you. I, I could definitely do this again. So when you're ready, please come back. Thank you for the interview. Holla at your boy. Holla at your fans. Much love to Danny fans and uh, Johannesburg, all, all Africa, South Africa, East Africa, West Africa, Central Africa. What? <laughs> I'm definitely African. Y'all niggas need to holla at me and bring me over there so I can, you know, spit some game. All right? Peace Done. and hair agree. Deal. We love you. Peace. Love. Thank you all so right. much. This was great. Thank you. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Have a beautiful day. Thanks, Talia. Right. <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, you can catch the full video on xotv.me and you can meet us in kind of real life. Thanks to DJ Chuck for the music. You can catch him at www.chucksprosound.co.za. New episodes on Jackpot and XOTV every Monday. Love you.